Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettigan. And Yeek. it's our mini episode. Yeah. It's our holiday mini. Okay. Okay, so let's talk about some news that happened this week. This is a local story from KTLA, and the headline reads, Police seek shrimp bandit who stuffed pants with frozen seafood to steal from the Riverside Market. Oh, Investigators released video Tuesday as they hunt for a man who allegedly stole dozens of bags of frozen shrimp from a Riverside grocery store earlier this month. Dubbed the Shrimp Bandit, the thief stuffed the chili packets... Oh, chili packets. Like I was they like, were wait, cold. what? I was like, wait, what chili packets? <laughs> the chili packets down his pants in the frozen food section of Vaughn's at 3520 Riverside Plaza Drive in Riverside. Police said in a news release, the incident occurred around 12.30 p.m. on December 4th. The man had to make three trips to complete the heist, but it took him about 15 minutes, investigators said. He was able to make off with a total of 30 bags, which officials said would have retailed for more than $500. Wait, in his pants? Yes, Desi, you didn't 30 listen. bags? Yeah, Desi, no, he had to make several trips. Oh, sorry, wait, <laughs> He had to make three trips to complete the heist. It only took him 15 minutes, though. So he's doing this, like, supermarket sweep style. 30 bags and so 10 bags per trip. Yeah. That's a lot. That's still a lot of... How big are these shrimp bags? I mean, you think a bag of frozen shrimp is probably... Big. (laughs) Like that? Yeah. You're you're not going to buy less than, like, what, 30 shrimp? It's at least the size of, like, a bag of frozen French fries, I feel like. Yeah. Right? That's just a massive amount of food. (laughs) In your pants. <laughs> Police describe the shrimp bandit as a white man in his 50s with gray hair. He measures 5 feet 10 inches tall and weighs between 150 and 180 pounds. So he's like small. Like he's not like a big guy where like, you could hide it maybe. Likely depending on how much shrimp he is carrying. <laughs> the surveillance video shows him wearing jeans and a navy blue sweater and a tan jacket. Um, oh my God. So here's a video still of him. It looks like he's on his cell phone walking out the door. I don't know where the shrimp is. I don't know where he hit it. It's in his pants. He doesn't look like he has anything in his pants. But he, no. He must be pretty thin to I have looks so. to look like average but with that much the, shrimp on you. The video still is hilarious because he's, maybe this is him walking into the grocery store. Yeah, because I don't see anything. He's he like, does look like an asshole, well, he's doesn't like, he? He's on his phone, and you can tell, even though it's kind of a grainy video, you can tell that he has a smug face. And his haircut seems like a dick, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Look at his haircut. It's kind of like... He kind of has a dick haircut. But he doesn't seem like a shrimp stealer. <laughs> what the hell? Like, It's so Also, weird. shrimp from Vons seems like not that appealing to me. It's Maybe frozen it's shrimp. Okay, maybe it's good. Do you like frozen shrimp? I never buy frozen shrimp. I don't buy shrimp. You don't? I never cook with shrimp. Oh, I have. Well, I would. I just like I would want to get like from a fishmonger. And I don't, yeah. I don't have a fishmonger. No, but I have heard some frozen shrimp can be good because sometimes you buy it at like Whole Foods. It's frozen. Like they have shrimp that you have was to pre- defrost it, right? It's like half frozen, like. Do you know what I mean? Like they're like defrosting you, it. You get it at the deli. It case. was frozen and they're defrosting that's, it. Yeah, that's what so I mean. So it's not necessarily always bad, but I would want to get like the best brand. This is like bags of frozen shrimp. Yeah, I'm I don't just know. afraid I would I would fuck it up. Well, I usually like shrimp cocktail, so I would probably want the best f- f- like fresh shrimp for that. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, yeah, that's if, wild. If anyone's seen the shrimp bandit, I wonder what he was doing with all that shrimp. 
he was having a fucking party, a holiday party. He needed shrimp. It's expensive. You got to you got to have unlimited shrimp cocktail at those parties. He took more than $500 worth of shrimp. Damn. It's expensive. Yeah. Just I guess let him have the shrimp. I don't know. It's not the worst crime. It's not the worst crime we've talked but about. But he does look like show. an asshole. Okay, Desi. Uh, Desi, you sent me this ad from Goop. Yes. You were like, oh, you have to check out this new weird vibrator incest ad. <laughs> and I was like, vibrator incest ad? That sounds right up my alley. It sounds disgusting. Wait, are you conflating two things I told you? No, because there is incest that's a question of incest that's In raised. the Goop one? Yes. And oh. I noticed it before I read the article about the ad. Oh. I noticed Because there was another incest ad that was something that people were talking about this week. Did you send me that? I think I forgot. Oh man. I'll talk about it with you. It's not it's an old thing. Just go ahead. Okay. So I'm just excited <laughs> for more incest. For those of you who don't know what Goop is, Goop is Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand that she created what less than ten years ago? Yeah. Uh and it's basically a hub. It's like a website where you can get lifestyle advice as well as recipes, as well as buying guides, like shopping guides. They have multiple like tons of shit for sale and and it's not even just like her products that she makes like her clothing products it's also like or her skincare products it's also like you can buy a vintage louis vuitton case trunk there you can get hermes handbags on the site the website is sort of famous i would say for stamping gwyneth paltrow was an out of touch los angeles millionaire Right. They sell insane things. Like I, I'll probably do this as a bonus episode because I started it and just never finished it. Like some of the more insane, kind of like your gift guide, the Neiman Marcus. Yeah. Like the most insane things that she has sold on that site. And there's a lot of things. They usually end up being like viral. Yeah. Like the jade eggs for your pussy, the it's, vaginal steaming. It's kind of brilliant because it really made goop into this huge fucking right. thing. Right. Because people talk about these insane things, but go on the site and they're like, oh, I'll buy that cream. <laughs> Or her, cook, her cookbook's not bad either, like I have to say. I got to say, for his, the thing about Gwyneth Paltrow is I've always been a big fan of hers. Like, I really like her. Um, and I do think she would be really fun to hang out with. Like, she is, like, a funny lady. Um, and, like, I don't know. It doesn't, like, I usually, like, this is, like, the kind of person, like, I hate is, like, this out-of-touch rich person. But for some reason, I don't hate Gwyneth Paltrow. Um. I wouldn't say I hate her, but I don't really care about her one way or the other. I definitely want to be friends with her. Like, I think we could be friends. One thing that's really weird about Gwyneth Paltrow is that she smokes one cigarette a day. Oh. Like, just one. Yeah. Which I kind of admire. Like, I wish I could just smoke one cigarette a day. Right. She's very uh, rigid with her lifestyle, like, as far as her diet. Like, she helped make... Like, she'll have a French fry... Too like I remember right. seeing something where she had like oh I'm having a French fry I allow mm-hmm. myself to have like one a month or something like that right like, right like she has, she's disciplined she has a lot of self control um and then her personal trainer is that Tracy Anderson woman oh right who's like a this sprite woman she's yeah. like very I've done one of her workouts I've done many of her workouts before and they're hardcore I think that th- I think we've talked about it. the only thing I can't do is her weird hip thing. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, her workouts are always like a little sexy. Because it's a lot of 
choreography. It's even a if lot it, of choreography. It's like the arm stuff gets really hard. Yeah. But yeah. the hip thing I can't do. I do like her workouts though. Okay. Yeah. So the AV Club wrote an article. This is by Allison Shoemaker and it's called 32 Questions Raised by This by this Goop Holiday Ad, Starting with the Vibrator. Now, I'm just going to give you my own recap of this commercial. Okay. Desi, do you want to help me fill in also along the way? Just go ahead. It's basically a holiday art, a holiday ad for Goop, the website, and it stars Gwyneth Paltrow, and she's like floating around her what's presumably her home, and she's like pouring martinis. She's getting dressed in like fancy clothes. She's like just doing all these fancy things around her house. And meanwhile, there's like this weird male narrator narrating the whole thing yeah. kind of. And it's sort of like just like a silly silly-ish, but like also very like, this is so luxurious. Like look at all these luxurious things you can get on Goop. And then it goes to the living room where she's hanging the stockings and she's putting a gift in the stocking and it's like a big vibrator, but the vibrator isn't in any case or anything. It's just like a big dong (laughs) that she's putting in the stocking, but she puts puts it halfway in, but then she pulls it out again like, oh, I'm going to go use this. Ugh. And then it cuts to the next scene. She's holding a stocking, which I presume is the same stocking, but it says Moses on it, and Moses is the name of her son. Yeah. Yeah. So was that vibrator... um, Did she, like, almost give that vibrator to him in the commercial? (laughs) It's confusing. Why was was this an unwrapped vibrator? Why would you just throw a vibrator into a stocking... Well, first right. of all, why would you give anyone a vibrator in their stocking that you're going to open on Christmas morning? Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, she has kids. She has children. <laughs> so like, you if would, your family is opening up, who's she getting the vibrator for her husband? Like, <laughs> I mean, you can just imagine it's like Christmas morning. It's Apple and Moses, Blythe Danner and Bruce Paltrow all sitting around. Well, and Bruce s- Paltrow's dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's there in spirit. He's there in spirit. <laughs> He's there in spirit. But it's like all of the Pal- Paltrow Danners, right? Whatever, hanging out. And Chris Martin's husband. probably there. He's even the dad. though he's the dad, but I think they're on good terms. Yeah, they're a who's conscious on couple. Who's her current husband? Brad Falchuk, like the Glee producer. Okay, so they're all there having this like happy rich person family. Wait, Christmas. I heard something interesting about them recently. What? Oh, that they don't live together. They don't, but they're married. They have like separate houses or something. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Something. What, who who's opening this? And are they like, oh my god, like that would be traumatizing? No, it makes no sense. That's not a gift you put in a stocking. I feel like that was a bad edit. 
And like, I don't think they thought it through. Like they thought it was just funny, but we're obviously all going to connect all of those moments. They weren't standalone. They could have still used the vibrator in the holiday ad, but putting it in the stocking is where it really threw a wrench into the whole idea. I think it would have been better if she was exhausted from wrapping presents. Yeah, And it was like, here's my gift to myself. And then she left with the vibrator. Desi, that's a brilliant idea. That's now, a, that, and now that I'm done wrapping the presents and all the holiday parties, I'm gonna go retire to my bedroom. And it's me time. It's some me time. Give the gift to myself in my stocking. Right in my stocking. <laughs> so yeah, it's so, been a banner year for vibe like dildos. It has been because you didn't watch um, Watchmen, but they have a massive dildo. In, in that, the show. Yeah, a big yeah. blue um, Dr. Manhattan dick dildo that's massive. And I actually saw the dildo and I was like, is that real? Is that a dildo or is that like a weapon? I don't know, Saifa. Yeah, it was really big. So I was like, no one's sticking that up them or getting on top of it. Right. You need, you couldn't, you'd be hurt yourself. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I, I thought of you when I saw it because it was sort of going around and you had just done that gift guide. Um, but yeah, so I'll probably do a bonus on more goop stuff at some point because it's pretty fun to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Okay. <clears throat> so our next big news story is that Cats came out. Oh, yeah. Cats is at 19% on Rotten Tomatoes and plummeting. Awful. First of all, it well, has a very high, of much higher, I shouldn't say very high. It's like It was like 70% audience score, but 19% critic score, so you know it's a good movie. I can't. I'm going to see it. I cannot wait to see it. I'm going to see it. I want to write something, I think, about it. Hopefully it's an empty theater. So, like, honestly, if all the critics hate it, but the audience loves it, you know it's going to be the great. The more horrible things I see, the more I want to see it. Same. Like, it gets better for me. The same. Because it's like, I don't want to see a boring, I want to see the most awful piece of shit Cats movie ever. Same. I already love it. They said it was too horny. That's how you get me to see it. Wait I a love minute. It. When people said it was too horny and that it creeped them out, that just made me want to see it even more. Me too. I was Did like, they think that's a deterrent to me? No. That was the best review you could give me. It's oh too God. horny and weird. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Sounds great. Like, seriously, like, I've never heard of that being bad. Is that bad? <laughs> Wait, being too horny is bad? We're horny Twitter, bitch. <laughs> what are they talking about? Sounds great. I, mean, I, I cannot wait to see Cats. I love, I cannot, and I hate, I never wanted to see Cats the musical. I think the music is bad. Sorry, don't at me. Uh, I don't find it appealing at all, but I want to see the movie because it looks like a fucking disaster. I, I love it. I kind of feel like, and maybe, the, but like, I feel like people are more willing to be publicly, like to publicly dunk on Andrew Lloyd Webber now. And I really appreciate that because like, I've always like not been a fan of his. I feel like there's always been a core group of people who didn't like him. Yeah, maybe I do like right. some of his stuff. Like I like Evita, and I like I uh, love Evita. Jesus That's like Christ Superstar. Evita's some of the, music the only is good. musical I like of his. Yeah, but I mean, those are the earlier ones. Yeah, the, all the later '80s stuff is not good. He's just so corny. It's that type of musical. I guess it almost has like an opera esque as- aspect to it that I just don't right like. Um, but yeah, no. I was never interested in cats. Like to me, cats is the horse girl of musicals. Like cats. everyone I like hated, like when I was like 
Because when I grew up in New York, Cats was on Broadway like pretty Dude, much my whole life. it was on Broadway life. for like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, so everyone would go see Cats and I was literally always like, no, I'm never seeing Cats. I fucking hate Cats. Yeah. Like, but there was always girls like, we're going to see Cats. <laughs> and I love Cats. So it's like, no, like that's how much I hated the idea of it. That's what's so crazy about it is because like for how, it's like, how did you blow a musical about Cats? That... Because the music just isn't appealing to me. It's That's not the problem. Good. Yeah. The only songs, kind of, like, I feel like people, everyone knows memory, but the only other song that I remember from Cats is Jellicle Cats. Yeah. And I know Mr. Mistopheles. But see, I grew up literally seeing that commercial. Yeah. Like a hundred times a yeah. day. The but, Winter Garden Theater. Yeah. Cats, like the musical. No, like, I, I saw know the, the whole fucking commercial. I, look, like, I by saw, heart. I saw the local whatever, probably, I don't know if they did like a Barry, a production, but I did see commercials for Cats all the right. time growing it's up. Probably not the one I was seeing because it was like Broadway, the Broadway yeah. commercial. But it was just like, I literally know that commercial by heart and that's the music I know. Like that, yeah. And it's like cats at the Winter Garden Theater. <laughs> Come see the magic. <laughs> totally comes. It was the magic. so corny. I was like, uh, no. And then it's just like a montage of like the close-ups of these actors. Yeah, faces. and they look like- so stupid. I was just like, come on. Like even as a child, I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> you, I actually watched. I watched like a Broadway like version, like a Broadway production of Jellicle Cats last night as I was like writing up this episode, and I was just trying not to laugh so hard watching it just because it's so fucking. It was ridiculous. already stupid. It's so and ridiculous. They somehow <laughs> managed to make it even creepier, which is like incredible to me because the. <laughs> They always scared me. They too. They were like they were scary. creepy. The costumes were weird. They looked like they had rags all over them. Like <laughs> yeah. it was like bizarre looking, and they're singing. Like the whole thing was just a mess to me. Yeah, uh, I don't even know if that it's like it's creepy, but I wasn't scared. Like it was like a weird. It's just so corny. It's to me. It's uncanny valley. Yeah. So yeah. So I don't really know that many songs. Uh, I know Jellicle Cats, I know Memory, and then Mr. Misophilies, just because it was in the commercial. Oh, da 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 yeah, Magical Mr. Misophilies. <laughs> it's just, just like the corniest. <laughs> and then it would always be like, da 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 It's just like, that was just memory, because they're like, memory is our money shot. Like That's the one song yeah. anyone knows from Cats. Exactly. Or most so. people know from Cats. Well, yeah, because it's been covered like pop. It's like a standard at this point. Yes, and I hate it. Oh, you know how I first heard that song? It's because my mom had a Barbra Streisand album, and it was on the album. It was. And I used to listen to the album, but I always skipped that song, because <laughs> I was like, I hate memories. No. Yeah, I was never a big fan of it. Nope. So How do you fuck up a musical about cats? It's so irritating, because those are two of my passions. Me too. Musicals yeah. and cats, yet I do not like cats. No. It's also not about anything. It's literally cats doing monologues, which also seems up my alley. <laughs> like, I just can't. I don't know how you <laughs> fucked it up. So only honestly, that's the probably the things I hate the most are things I should like but are awful. Yeah, I'm, it's like you're extra furious. Yeah, like, yeah. that's why I'm furious. It's like only Andrew Lloyd Webber could fuck up something. I lo- how, two things I if love. If you had so just much. had good music, I could have gotten on board. Right. 
Like even if it was about nothing, if it was good music. Yeah, I'm down for every song just being basically an actor's monologue or like this is my <laughs> audition name. point. This yeah. is what I do. Here's my yeah. Here's who I am. It's like chorus line. Yeah, that's all chorus line is. Right. Here's my story. Here's how I got into acting and dancing. <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> like yeah. So I don't know, but I'm gonna see it, and we'll probably talk about it. Yeah, I can't wait to see cats. Me too. Okay. Uh. Our next story is that the toolbox killer died. Oh. Not to be confused with the toy box killer. There's two. There are two. This guy is the toolbox killer. He was a serial killer. He uh, raped and tortured and murdered five teenage girls in California during the 70s. It was actually him and his partner, Roy Lewis, the... Guy who died was Lawrence Sigmund Bittaker. Oh, so right. Larry Bittaker. He, yeah, Larry Bittaker. He, uh, he killed... Uh, sorry. He died in San Quentin Prison at 4 p.m. on Friday, and he was 79 years old. Good riddance. Did he just natural causes? Natural causes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Don't care. Don't care. Anyway, but it is an up. It is a tr- very big true crime update. So yeah, no, of course, it's a really grisly case. It's awful. Um, Where did it take place? Does it say in California? But you don't know what part. I don't remember. I think oh. it was in Southern California, though. Oh, so maybe we can cover it. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, it was. It was in. Yeah, we will cover it. Okay, we will cover it at some point. Maybe I'll, I'll cover it in the new year. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, and also. It was the 10-year anniversary today of Brittany Murphy's death. Oh, that's why everyone was tweeting about her. Yeah, because it's the 10-year anniversary. When she died. That's right. It was around Christmas. Yep. Oh. I can't believe it's already been 10 years. That's so long. I know. We do have, just like as an FYI, if you haven't, we do have a Brittany Murphy episode. We do. We did a... Mini episode on her, right? We were doing like those kind of mini episodes, yeah. Um, so you can go back and check it out, yeah. Um, the other last story I want to talk about, I kind of can't figure out what this is even about, but somebody posted about it in our Facebook group. It's like this guy, okay. So the thing was posted, this thing was posted in this Facebook group called Daniel Wozniak Double Murder Trial. And Desi, do you kind of want to like explain this? Oh, so this guy, Daniel Wozniak, is a murderer. He's basically a convicted murderer. He is a convicted murderer. Yeah, like was he convicted? So he's a convicted murderer. And there's an artist that's pretty big. Is he like famous across the country or just like in LA, California? Anyways, he does kind of like a retro art style that's really popular. He actually did some artwork for... Disneyland, yeah. Because have you ever gone in that art gallery at Disneyland? No. Uh, it's like right up front. There's a cool art gallery, and they have a lot of um, original artwork. And he did like a series for them for like the haunted mansion and like the tiki room because he does kind of like vintage tiki style uh, groovy art. His name is Shag. Yeah. So his wife supposedly had some sort of like serial killer fan club fangirling thing with this guy Wozniak. Yeah. She's defending him and was flirting with him via like private message. Yeah. I'm not quite sure though if this is through Facebook, if people are calling her out 
or if this is like a public story. That's what I'm sort of unclear about. Like, is it people were like, hey, this bitch is messaging him and it's all, they created a Facebook page to call her out. Right. But then I did a research and I saw she was on some show defending him too. So I'm not quite sure what the deal is, but maybe we'll find out more information for the next mini. But it's definitely a weird story. It is a weird story. Now, and Wozniak, I think he used to be an actor too. So I want to look more into his story. Yeah, I kind of would like to do because he might be an episode. This. Yeah, right. We'll we'll give you guys more information. It'll either be a mystery and macabre episode or a or a main episode. Okay, because it took place in Orange County. Okay, so uh, yeah. All right, yeah, but I just wanted to give that a shout out because one of our listeners posted about it. And people were talking. And people were talking about it on Facebook. Okay, let's get into some listener questions. Okay. Our first one is from Michelle. Rachel and Desi, I don't know if either of you two have experienced this before, but I am in a food rut. Nothing I eat these days is ever very satisfying, and I have no idea what I want to eat. When I get like this, I force myself to try new recipes or just order a lot of Thai food. Thai food normally fixes all my food rut problems. None of these tactics have worked this time, and I'm just housing endless amounts of food, trying to find the right meal that will satiate my needs. Has this ever happened to you before? Do you have any advice on how to get out of this? Hungry hungry as hell, Michelle. Yes, I actually feel like I'm in that right now. I do too. I feel like honestly, what I feel like I need to do is like eat vegetables for like and fruit for three days. Same. I need to reset. I need to like be eating a lot more. Okay. Last night I made dinner and it was, it did kind of break my food rut. And then I went right back into it because I just ordered a pizza. But I made like a chicken dinner last night with vegetables on the side and it was fucking delicious. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like when I'm in a food rut, it's because I'm not eating healthy. Yeah, those are the ruts. The ruts, like, you know what helps me get out of a food rut is like cooking something new, like a, a dish I've like had saved on my computer or on my phone forever, like a recipe that I've had saved forever and cooking that. But it's usually like, for me, it's not having a bunch of carbs. Like it's really having like vegetables, fruit, protein, like yeah. something lighter that's yeah. good. Because sometimes I feel like when I'm in a food rut, it's because I'm eating too many carbs. Even though I love them, I can't get into a place where I'm like, this isn't satisfying. <laughs> so then you get into like a healthier eating habit and then something will be really satisfying again. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just the holidays too. Like there's just a lot of junk around. So I yeah. start to feel like, ugh. We're like weighed down right now. Yeah. So I don't know. But it does happen to me. My advice is if you're into cooking, I would like just cook a recipe you've been wanting to try for a while or crack open an Ina Garten cookbook or um, I don't know, try some Moroccan food. I've been, I like always crave Moroccan food and there are no Moroccan restaurants in my vicinity. What's Moroccan food? Like tagine? Yeah. It's so Good. Yeah, I mean, it's I've had so it. Good. It's definitely not something I crave. I crave it literally all the time. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like so specific. I just yeah. constantly crave Moroccan food. I made an amazing chicken tagine dish by Jeffrey Zakarian, that guy from mm-hmm. Food Network. I highly recommend it. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but I don't have it that much. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, I I hope that helped. My yeah. suggest Desi's is eat more fruits and vegetables and mine is cook a recipe that looks good. I think it's almost like just resetting. Yeah, basically. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Okay, this is from Emily, and this is a story about Papa John. Oh. Hey, Rachel and Desi, you guys were right about Papa John having a young side piece, or at least he did. About something years ago, when my little brother was in college, his band was playing at a local bar in Lexington, Kentucky, which is about an, which is about an hour south of Louisville where Papa lives. There was a girl at the show who'd seen who he'd seen around town before. She was a friend of his acquaintance and saw them talking at the bar and didn't think much of it. After the show, my brother and his band were packing up and he noticed a limo picked her up at the bar. My brother asked the guy who he was, who he saw talking to her at the limo. He told my brother that she was fucking Papa John (laughs) and that he sent a limo to pick her up places. That's all he said about that incident, but there's another one. My brother also works as a PA on a ton of movies shot around Kentucky. If you're wondering why people are shooting movies in Kentucky, the state has tax break filming laws. He was shooting a movie in Papa's mom's old house that he had (laughs) built for her before she died. His compound was on the other side of the pond from her backyard. Side note, he seems like the type of asshole that would have a compound. He definitely does. Yeah. The fire department was called to the set that day for a scene that they were filming. He had a bridge on his property that was too narrow for the county fire department to get over, so they asked him to widen it. He said no and just hired his own fire department. Apparently that's a thing. (laughs) He also donated a bunch of money to the University of Kentucky Business College. And his name was on a building. After his racist rant, the school removed his name from the building. I'm terrified of having my own Papa encounter now since that greasy asshat lives like an hour away from me. I might need to move. 
Ugh, can you imagine living where he lives? First of all, <laughs> if you have a bridge on your property, you're too rich. He should not be that rich. I'm no. irritated. No. Like, you know, and he is a wealth hoarder. Yes. Like, he is a hoarder. I hate it. I fucking hate I'm him. I'm so mad that he's rich. Ugh. What did he do? Pizza already was existing. <laughs> Like, what did he innovate here? Gross pizza. But there was, wasn't there already gross pizza? Like, do, like was there any innovation that he had? No. No, I mean, it's no. irritating. Okay. Do you have any movie, TV, podcast, book recommendations? I don't think so, because I've just been so busy this week. Yeah. Um, I did start watching, like, bullshit. The Watchmen finale was really good, so that's good. I started watching Silicon Valley the final season. I keep falling asleep. I didn't even know you watched that show in the first place. Ugh, I watch a lot of shows, but then I have to finish them. It's the last season, and I right. literally fall asleep every episode, so I don't know if that's a recommendation. <laughs> I mean, it's a fine show, but whatever. It is hard. I think I mentioned that it's kind of hard to watch because of his shitty um, sex party thing where he got married and then told his wife he was Polly. I have no idea what you're talking what? about. What? I've I never seen we, the show. First of all, I think we were off the week this story broke or we definitely would have talked about it. Who? He is the star who? of Silicon Valley. Oh, so the actor IRL. Yeah. Thomas Middleditch is his name. He's a nerd, uh, <laughs> obviously, because he stars in this show. And I think he was like in some commercials for like Verizon. I have no idea. Some like He has some big ad campaign too. Maybe it's Apple computers. I don't remember. You can at me. Is it the, can you hear me now guy? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's something else. It's not the Verizon guy, but anyways, that's where you would also maybe know him from. If I knew what I was talking about. Uh, so like he is a nerd. He got married to like a nice looking, nice looking lady this summer. I think it was the summer. He gave an interview to Rolling Stone where he said he was Polly, which is fine. But he told his wife after she got married that he was Polly now. Whoa. And she had to basically go along with it or get <gasps> divorced, which so is she, the wrong way to do Polly. You got to ha- come to an agreement before you get married, yeah. before you start dating. And he just started talking about it. Like he's so full of shit because he's like doing this interview of it as if it's this great thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish we had done a story that week because it oh. would have been a full episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think actually it was like the week I did the male gaze because we talked about it on there. But for some oh, reason, maybe yeah. you were out of town that week. I think you went to like New York or something, maybe. I might There was have. a reason you were out of town. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So he's kind of like an asshole. Like that uh. was a good story though because I felt bad for the wife. It's like nothing wrong with being Polly, but I feel like after you get married, then... That's your problem. Unless both of you come to that agreement together, like let's have an you open just kind of get the feeling, and I feel like this with a, a lot of poly relationships that I've been personally connected to, that the the wife is never really that interested in doing the poly stuff, <laughs> and it's the guy doing it, which is fine. Also, if you come to the agreement, but there's something about it where it seems like they had no choice; they either got broken up with or they stayed with the guy. That's I, why I, don't know. I feel like you have to enter into a relationship that you have agreements about that kind of stuff before you get married. Or even serious. Or even serious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I feel like, obviously, it's a negotiation and things change, too. Like, Yeah. But that seems like a pretty big thing before you get married to right. say to somebody. You just all of a sudden, oh, I came out. First of all, you don't, do you come out as Polly? 
it was weird. And the way he did it, I was like, how clueless are you that you think you look remotely good in this situation? <laughs> yeah, First he- of all, like maybe your wife doesn't even want people to know you're in a poly relationship because she's probably embarrassed. Like <laughs> that right. she like got treated that way. Like he said some other things in it too, where you were just like, it was an awful interview. Right. Like he did not look good in it. No, it was beyond that. I can't remember the specifics, so I don't want to like just make them up, but look it up. I think it was a Rolling Stone interview. It's oh unbelievable. God. And everyone was dunking on him hard. Cause it's like, shut up, dude. So yeah, I'm watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did start watching some old real housewives cause I hadn't seen them like orange County. Yeah. Nothing interesting. I just haven't done much this week. I've been working so much. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, this episode's not going to come out till like Sunday. It's fine. There's no way I'll have time to. I have to leave and I'll, on a, I won't watch anything before then. <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> I'm just saying I I have to leave on a plane. Like I have to leave my house in like 8 hours. Yeah. And I still have shit to do. So, yeah. That's that. That's all I did. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I guess this is I listened to The Dream. Oh, yeah, The Dream. The I'm still second doing. season of The Dream. I cannot, I am on the edge of my fucking seat for episode three to come out already. I love that podcast. I'm especially jazzed because she mentioned uh, a strip of town where the hot yoga, Desi's hot yoga place. Oh, yeah, is. the Atwater one. Yes. Yeah. She like gave a shout out to that yoga studio. Well, she's literally in that neighborhood and it's true. It's so it's true. It's so crystal shops and like. Dude, I, okay. I've like, like, okay. In like 2013, me and my friend Amber, like we went to that neighborhood in Atwater and we got like those aura pictures taken. Oh. But I never posted mine because the picture of me looked so ugly. I was so upset. It <laughs> was like not. It was yeah. like some pop-up thing. It was like in 2013. Oh, okay. It was yeah. so long ago. Um, but like those are really popular too. That's like a wellness thing. Like, oh, get a picture of your aura. No, I just went last week and was walking up and down the street and I had just listened to that uh, podcast. So I was like lo- noticing all the shops and like it's so expensive there too. The shops are all tons of it's money. It's ridiculous. Uh but yeah, if you're into, if you want to hear like a good roasting of and like an, just an exploration of wellness culture, listen to this season of the Dream. It's really good. Um, oh, people were talking about that documentary on Netflix that you said not to watch. Okay, the one on Luca Magnata. Okay, okay, just okay. Luca Magnata is one of those cases that I remember when it broke. It broke in like 2012. He was arrested, or it was going down. Like there were body parts being found, right. mailed. Like this was even before he was arrested. I've been following this case when it was just like who's sending these body parts. Right. Uh, the reason I it also went down at the same time as the Hollywood head in Bronson Canyon. Oh, so at the time it was believed that they were connected. Right now. That being said, in the course of the last almost 10 years since this happened, I've been, I follow everything about it. I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. So when I found out on uh, like a couple days ago that there was a documentary on him on Netflix, I was fucking jazzed. I was ready to go. And then I was even more jazzed because I'm like, oh, it's from the perspective of the people who took him down, like this group of internet sleuths. Right. Well, there are some pretty, Look, they don't show the direct animal abuse in the 
documentary. In the documentary, but they show the leading up to it and they play audio of the abuse. And I can't handle it. They play audio of it? Yes. Okay, I can't. Desi. And they also show dead cats. Ooh. Like, they show the before and after. So you see these, like, adorable kittens. Oh, I don't need to see the before and after. Desi, it's awful. No, I wish so that's I, bad. And people are like, oh, it's not that bad because you don't actually see the actual beast. Like, no, because I know what's about to happen to that kitten. Well, yeah. I don't... Honestly... The worst part is seeing the before. <laughs> like I almost might be able to handle the after if I didn't see the before. Yes. No, you yeah. see the before. It's it's like I I'm not even joking you when I say that I I burst into tears and yeah. I le- I left the house. I yeah. couldn't watch the rest of it. Yeah. Like I could not watch it. No, I can't. And um and also that made me think like, oh, if they're gonna show this much of this, like how much are they gonna show of the guy that he fucking murdered. I mean, I've seen some of that. No, and that's yeah. something that, like, as much as I'm like obsessed with this case, like, I'm not looking out the videos of any that are involved in this case. Right. Like, it's mostly I've read a lot of newspaper articles. I've but, seen. I don't think I've seen the video, but I've seen like stills of the video. Yeah, I won't. Yeah. Even, no, I won't go there. I don't want to see someone being murdered, and I don't want to see animals being terrorized. Yeah, that's some. That's like I can't. I fucking hate him. I hate him. I hate him too. He's so. He's, he's one of the worst. He's to me. one of the worst out there. Like of of any. Crime just fucking people. awful. Just like, a, just an unredeemable, horrendous human being. Yeah, like it's unbelievable how yeah. bad this guy is. But I I am fascinated by the case because it's so awful. But. I couldn't watch the documentary. Right. So I can't do if it. If you think you can watch it. It's not for me. It's on Netflix. Yeah. What's it called? Fuck Cats or something? No, it's called Don't Fuck With Cats. Oh. Oh, good. And yeah. it is an amazing story in the way that he got taken down just because it was this group of amateur detectives who did it. Yes. And that is inspiring. Right. And that these people... Well, maybe you can, maybe you can find out how like to skip past that... Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, I heard that the first episode, which is the one that I watched, was the worst of it. Right. I just... But maybe get... I don't know why they had to include that in there. It's like, even just talking about it makes me sick to my stomach. Why did they have to show that much? Yeah. I mean, it's like, we get it. It's bad. Well, you want people to watch it and almost like everybody can't stand watching animals be abused. Like, I mean... I don't think it's like I don't know why they thought they ha- I honestly it's a very odd choice to me. Right, cuz it's going to make people not watch the other stuff which is probably good. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. Brendan binged it. He he cuz we put it on together. Oh, but so maybe he can tell you though. Yeah, he can tell me. Like what's to skip or I, I'm like honestly still traumatized by what I saw. Right. Like I'm telling you I definitely want to watch it but I don't want to see that. They don't so give you love, any warning. So I would love to like know exactly when it hits. Like, I'm going to start, like, crying again. Like, yeah. I, I... Okay, let's um, move on. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm also just tired. <laughs> the other thing that I had this week that caused me to be busy is I did have two... A good cat story. I had two little fosters for two I days. Know, they were so cute. They were really cute. So it was nice to have them for a so few days. Cute. But then I had to give them away. Yeah. So it was sad, but I love them. What do you I eat? I love them. Ugh. I honestly can't tell you what I ate because... I feel like I've just not been thinking and I don't plan meals this week because I was so busy and Same. then I just end up eating. Do you know what I mean? So and there was like, no joy. There was no joy to my eating this Me week. Either. Like everything I ate was like, I never felt like hungry 
but I was starving. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You're tired. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. Uh, so I did have like, I did have some things that I thought were good food. Like obviously I went to the cheese store again. I went out with a friend and they had good cocktails and we got like a cheese board. So that was good. And then I had, um, I had, did you ever go to Silver Lake Ramen? I had I'm not that. really into ramen. I didn't eat ramen, but they have other things. I don't like ramen either because I don't like seaweed flavor. <laughs> I it love seaweed. Really, no, this tastes too seaweedy to me. It's not that it tastes seaweedy. For me personally, ramen's just too salty for me. I don't like the seaweedy taste. And I like seaweed because I eat sushi. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the salt. You don't like there's the specific like ramen Yeah, there's like the flavor to it. It's not that I think it's horrible. I just don't love it. No, I'm not that's like how a ramen. I am. Like, I'm just not a ramen person. So what I, I had am an udon person. What I had was, um, you know, what I like is the um, Vietnamese one, pho. Yeah, but I like the Japanese udon soups. I like the pho because it's really light, and I, I think like one time I was sick and like I could, I wanted to eat pho something. Pho is great to eat when you're sick. Yeah, because it's like not the oily kind of chicken broth. It's like clear broth that's like gingery kind of. And has it didn't spicy. Make me, yeah, and I think I was really sick and I was able to eat that. Pho is like the best thing to have when you're sick. Yeah. So that's when I got really into it. And it's like my favorite type of Asian soup, noodle soup yeah. for sure. Now, what I got was um, mini pork buns, the kind of like the little taco style. And I had um, the crispy rice with spicy tuna because they have sushi type stuff there too. Oh, I'll go there. So that's what I got there. That's what I usually get when I go there. Um, It was good, but I wasn't satisfied. Like it was kind of like, I have to eat, but I'm still upset. That's not like (laughs) you at all. I'm telling you this week, I'm just like not, it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's like not hungry, but hungry. I know. I've been the same. Like I would honestly be more satisfied just eating ice cream once per day than having the food I'm having. I don't know what I'm, what, what's going on. I think we're both just incredibly stressed right now. I think so too. Which leads us to our last segment of the okay. show. We're going to do an unboxing, an audio unboxing right now. I'm sorry. This is very exciting. One of our listeners sent us a gift and we're going to open it because... Fuck. One of our listeners sent us a gift, and we're going to open it right now for you and tell you what it is. <laughs> okay. This is like a lot of noise. Oh. They're wrapped. Guess what the wrapping paper is, oh though, my God. Desi. Okay. <laughs> Guess this what is it is. <laughs> this is such a good gift. It's a box of C's Holy candies. Holy shit. Two C's candies. Two of them. Damn. Dude, I'm going to... Wait, didn't we buy one of these at the airport? No, I tweeted that we were passing a C's candy box. Yeah, we bought it at the airport and we ate it together on the plane. We were <laughs> like, passing it we back and forth. It and we were trying to be quiet and I was like... <laughs> passing the box in between the it seats. It was honestly so humiliating. That is so sweet. Wait, do we get a card? Oh, wait, that's from Acast. Is it? Yeah. Oh my god, it's not even from a listener, it's from our network. No, oh my god, Acast! Thank you. They know we love C's. Yes, we love working with you. Can't wait to continue in the new year. Acast. That's so sweet. Oh my sweet. god. Acast. Oh, maybe that's she was asking for the address. Remember to send us something? Yeah. So this was probably what it was. Oh, Rebecca. Rebecca. Thank you. 
That's so sweet. I'm excited. I am too. I'm so After all excited. that talk of me, about me not being hungry. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to eat one of these now. That was really exciting. My holiday starts right now. This is like, honestly, I like chocolate for breakfast. That is one you thing do? I will enjoy. Like for the, when you're like around holidays and you yeah. have like a piece of candy for breakfast. Dude, like I'm not saying I like chocolate for breakfast, but that's something I like about the holidays where you're just like eating junk. <laughs> Dude, I... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I want to know, like, what... Okay. Okay. We got to... Look we this gotta, over. We got we to gotta figure this out now. Okay. This is very important. Happy bye. holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. All of the others. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.